going. Here we go. Yeah. We're live. Welcome back to Equal Time Soccer. I am Mark Pavratsky, not Matt, here with some Minnesotans in D1 coverage. Um, we're kicking off with a pretty great interview. We have a guest, Meredith Hawkinson from the University of Michigan Wolverines. And yeah. Meredith, you can sit tight because I have to just read a little bit of your accomplishments and it takes yeah. a while. So, as I say, so Meredith's one of the most accomplished probably women's soccer players in our state's history. She was four-time All-State. She went to Maple Grove Senior High School, which is, is it the Crimson? What are you, are the Crimson, yeah. Go Crimson. Yeah, go Crimson. That's a unique nickname. All, you were All-Region. Um, this and the last one I'll end with because you got and then two time Gatorade player of the year, which is so impressive to repeat that award. The one I'm most interested in is American Family Insurance, all USA preseason team. And I'm just curious what you got for being all American Family Insurance, all preseason team. Yeah, not much other than that title. So, um, yeah, that was. That's just in itself. That was an awesome award. So yeah. Yeah, they want to. They just. They just wanted to support the game. I was yeah. just curious because I. I was unaware of the American yeah. Family Award. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so it, it is a long list, and but you know, obviously it started. You just got into soccer, I'm sure, because you loved playing it, right? Well, yeah. so what is it that made you actually get involved in soccer, and when did you start? Yeah. So. Geez, I feel like I've, I've told some people this, but not everyone knows it. So the first time I actually started playing was because of my older brother. Um, so he got into it with like our next door neighbors who our next door neighbor went to Shattuck St. Mary's um, and played there. And so he would always be over in like the summer times and then on breaks and he'd be playing. And so my older brother would jump in. And then finally, when I got old enough, they allowed me to jump in too. Um, uh -huh. So that's kind of how it all started. It started with definitely my older brother um and then from there kind of just fell in love with the game and um, minnesota is a great place to play too so lots of opportunities there very grateful for that um and so yeah that's kind of how how it started out was with my older brother yeah well and it got that makes sense i mean we love yeah i can remember i had an older sister we'd play basketball against and it made a, it was a big deal when yeah. i finally got taller than her and could try to <laughs> Yeah. A little bit um, of a sibling rivalry too, so that's all. That always helps. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely, I'll definitely ask about him in a little bit. Because um, yeah. I mean, so you got into the game pretty intensely though, like fairly early, as yeah. you know, being a D one player, not so uncommon. Yeah. But you know, you had the national ID program and ODP when you were like a young teenager. What were those experiences yeah. like going into those? They were like, awesome. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was just talking about it with a couple girls on my team earlier today at practice. We were kind of reliving our old ODP stories. But um, I was super lucky because my my ODP age group stayed together for like most of um, the years throughout. So it was easy for me. It was like a no brainer every summer. It was something that I always looked forward to. So that was awesome. Um, also, just because of the exposure that I got through that. Um, I haven't kept up as much with ODP right now, so I don't know how how that mm -hmm. works. But when I was when I went through it, it was definitely a huge um, scene for exposure for us. So, right. no, that was before you know there was big academies. ODP yeah, was kind yeah. of a big way, right? So, mm -hmm. and you and you played. I mean, in one of those. I mean, you said Minnesota is a good place to play soccer, especially in the women's side. We have the Thunder yeah. Academy, which is so prolific. You played there mm -hmm. for years at the yeah. same time as playing for Maple Grove. What was it like playing on those teams, like high achieving teams like that? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a blast playing for Minnesota Thunder. Um, one of the um, coolest things that I think about that team was we had people from all over the state, um, just high-level players that all wanted to play at the, the top level. So that was super cool to, at every practice, just be challenged. Um, so that, and then also with high school soccer, I got to play along like some of the girls that I grew up with, some of my best friends. So we still talk about that all the time. We look back on our high school memories and definitely would not trade either of those teams um, for anything. Love them both. What do you think about most? Like, do you have a goal? I know you made a run into state one of the years. Like, what do you yeah. think about most when you think back? Definitely my senior, my senior year. Um, not only how far we went, we ended up making the state championship, but um, more so just the people that I was surrounded by. Um, great coaches there at Maple Grove, and then some of my best friends that I, you know I grew up with. Um, it was super fun to just to make it to state with them. So definitely high school, my senior year. Yeah. Who do you do you have teammates from high school or from Thunder that you play in college now? You must. That I play against. Yeah. Yeah. All over the place, honestly. Um, I'm trying to think of like well, Morgan I'll, Turner or who is Morgan, isn't she? Yeah, so Morgan Turner. I'll actually play her in two weekends at DePaul, and then yeah. Gearing. I just played her at Butler. Um, when was that? Like a week ago. And then all the U of M girls get to play them every yeah. year. Super fun. So it's it's cool to see familiar faces. It must be great because not every year you get to play in Minnesota, right? Right. Like, yeah. I actually have, awesome. I have never played in Minnesota in my four years, which wow. is crazy. I know. <laughs> so this is the first year you'll get to. Also, we don't play them this year, so oh, we wow. played my freshman year. They came here, and then sophomore year we didn't play them, and then mm -hmm. junior year they came out here for like the COVID year, and then mm. I guess we have an off year this year with them again. Huh. That's that is funny because I'm sure. Like, even when they recruited you, they were probably like, you know, you'll be able to see some games. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. It didn't didn't work out that way. My parents are kind of bummed. They're like the one game that's close that we could bring everyone to. But uh, that's okay. Yeah, at least you could, there's a couple other drivable ones, but yeah, exactly. So you're the so I mean the long list. I mean it's almost kind of funny after a while because it kind of yeah. becomes like kind of probably white noise. But yeah. what I mean. It, they they are really, I mean, it's always great to be recognized for hard work you put in. I mean, so I do wonder, like, for you, I mean, I don't have achievements like that. Like, what do they mean? Like, what do they still mean now? You know, that you're in college and, you know, yeah. you're doing something else. You're on new challenges. But, like, what do you take away from those? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm very blessed with all of all of the the things I've, I've been given. Um, I think one of the big pieces that I've taken away is just, like, everything that I've sacrificed that kind of shows up in these awards throughout the years. Um, mm -hmm. Because I had like a very high school, a very normal high school um, experience getting to play high school soccer. But there's, there's sometimes where I think back where I'm like, oh my goodness, I was driving um, to like an ECNL game instead right. of going to a football game on the weekends. And, and so just like those kind of things, just the small things that I sacrificed, um, it definitely made it worth it. Mm -hmm. And well, and I saw I, I you definitely I could sense that I, I when I read um, about you giving when you're Gatorade Player of the Year they let you donate money to yeah. a cause which is a cool thing um, and you picked the Sane Foundation which is yeah. a really remarkable organization we're lucky to have in Minnesota started by a Minnesotan uh, Tony Sane who played on the men's national team and in the World Cup 
Um, So talk about how you got connected to them and just like getting to give that money to them. Yeah, so I want to say a piece of that was when my brother was um, playing in Minnesota as well. He had gotten in in touch with Tony. And so they, it's just kind of something that we had always done growing up was we'd go over there and do like the shoe drive or we'd go and we'd play uh-huh. play with kids and just that kind of stuff. So it was kind of just a no brainer for me as soon as, as I was uh, um, given this award, I was like, oh, for sure we're giving it. So. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a cool, and they do more than just soccer. You know, it's like they did an incredible job during COVID, I think, of doing food drives. I mean, they're they're wonderful. Yeah, really yeah. helping people on the ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So tell me about, you mentioned it, um, and I wanted to ask, because I know your brother Luke um, plays for Nashville SC and MLS, yeah. right? And then yeah. you have, I think you have other siblings who play sports yeah. too. So talk about that, like playing with them, growing up, and then once actually yeah. seeing him because he's older than you, like seeing him then, you know, get yeah. into the league. What's that been like? Yeah, so Luke's the older one. And then I also have a younger brother, John, who pretty early on, he said no to soccer. Um, and okay. decided to play basketball. So he's a basketball player. But that never kept him away from the backyard World Cup games that we'd play. So he was always back there with us. Um, uh-huh. And so it was us three and then a couple neighbors, too, that, that were Luke's age that would come play. Um, and so... It's been been very cool growing up, being able to play um, soccer at like such easy access right in the backyard, mm-hmm. and then um, kind of going based off Luke too. I know you mentioned that. Um, super proud of him. He's he's playing for Nashville right now. Um, it's been fun, I'd say, just to see everything that you know he's he's sacrificed as well, but also he's worked so hard um, right. to be where he's at. So he's. He's getting some playing time in Nashville. Um, super excited about that. And he's just, mm-hmm. he loves it so far. So no complaints there. Have you gotten to go to a game? I don't remember if Nashville has like played in Minnesota in the summer. Yeah. Have you had a chance to go see him? Yeah, so I've actually got to visit him twice. And so the first time was pretty early on. John and I went down and we visited. And that game, I don't think he dressed. So it was cool just like the whole experience just to be there. And yeah. then the second game, we ended up going a couple months later. And so he got some minutes that game that we got to see, which was super cool. So nice. yes. it's, I mean, it's not, you know, I follow MLS. Like it's not easy for young players who come out of the college system yeah. these days to get playing time, like early in your yeah. career. So it's like you do, you have to earn everything for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I even have seen that with college soccer too. It's, it's kind of, yeah. I wouldn't say naive, but I kind of came in a little bit naive, like expected mm-hmm. to play. And then I was like, okay, there's there's some veterans that have been around that are really good players and that are just stronger and faster. And right. you can't complain with that. So I think right. he's definitely he's figured that out too. But also, um, he he'll send me like some of his highlights from practice and that kind of stuff. So he's doing uh-huh. <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, they I don't I forget who plays for Nashville, but it's like every MLS team has some kind of a decent yeah. time players that you'd be like, yeah. oh. I- no. Exactly. No, it's super cool. Well, so talk about, so you are, are you're, like I talked about in high school, you had a strong performance, obviously, both for your club and for Maple Grove. And But talk about when your recruitment started to happen, because, you know, Michigan's a good program. They're a winning program. They yeah. win, you know, they, they win most years. And talk about when that started for you. Yeah. 
Uh, I think the the whole recruiting process started probably as early as I want to say like freshman year of high school. Um, And so I respect my parents for doing this, but they made me sit down at the kitchen counter my freshman year of high school and they said, okay, here's your list and you need to go through and you need to pick out like, what do you want in the college that you're going to? And so here I am like still in, what was I, junior high at that time? I hadn't even even been in high school and so I was like what do you mean I have to think about college and so I went through and I like actually started to think about it and like the more camps I went to I was like okay like maybe I want a coach that's like this rather than this and so that exposure that I got like ODP and ID2 that kind of stuff was super nice because I kind of got to see like different styles of play and different coaching styles that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff and so that that started to click I'd say like end of my freshman year when I was like okay like these are the things I want. And then from there, my parents made me pick like my top 20 colleges, like whether or not they'd reached okay. out to me, like whatever, 20 colleges. And I sat and they gave me a folder for each college. And I sat through like each, um, I went through each website for the colleges, each soccer program and like filled out a file for each, okay. each program, which seems very like- That's a lot of yeah, teams. like a lot. Um, but it was it was very cool because it helped me realize okay like these are the top programs and then from there i just started to they started right. to go down um and then i want to say freshman or sophomore year um i was in touch with michigan um i had known tiffany hansen who's the goalie coach here i had known her through odp and so kind of got exposed to her there and so ended up going out to a visit when greg ryan um was still the coach so he was the previous coach um and then fell in love with the school fell in love with like the academics um just everything about it the soccer program and so i think i committed like spring of my sophomore year i want to say oh wow yeah which is very early looking back now but very lucky it worked out so well that is i mean yeah it's just so difficult to imagine because you know even when i was visiting schools you know as a senior or something in high school it, it was even then, I mean, I, I just knew, I knew some little things, like I didn't want it to be too expensive or I didn't, whatever it was like, yeah. but I was really, when I picked the school, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like, <laughs> you know, you just don't. Yeah, you never, you yeah, you never know. Right. So that's funny. Well, and then you, obviously, like you said, you played right away. I mean, it's a, it's, it is a tough program and I'm yeah. sure that adjustment was tough, um, but you've played every year and your team, I think probably for your path of being there probably has kind of made steps each year because last year you made a run to the sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, you know, in a COVID year, having to prep for it being in spring and then finding that success you found. Yeah. So um, I was lucky enough to play every year here at Michigan. Um, I've kind of seen to um, just how much I've changed throughout the years, physically, mm-hmm. uh, mentally, how much, smarter I've gotten when it comes to soccer. And so that's kind of been cool just to see that development throughout the years. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so last year, the COVID year um, was definitely more of a mental challenge than it was a physical challenge. There were just so many Mm -hmm. pieces that came into it. Um, So that was was, um, challenging, but glad we got through that. And then the Sweet 16, that was my sophomore year that we went to the Sweet 16. And so that was- Yeah, and so that was very cool. Um, it was it was funny because our freshman or my freshman year too, we kind of finished like middle of the table in the Big Ten. Um, mm-hmm. Not that we weren't a good team or anything, but 
it was our first year with our new coach. And so we were kind of just starting to figure out who we were. And so I'd say then my sophomore year is when things kind of started to click and we started to um, just figure out like who we wanted to be uh, soccer wise, but also off the field too, because they emphasize that a lot here is what are you guys, how are you as a team when you're, when no one's watching and when you're not on the field and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I think we saw a lot of that paying off um, our soft or my sophomore year. And then COVID year um, that happened, COVID year was just a mental challenge, I'd say. But um, I definitely think that the team's developed a lot too from just as long as I've been here and then for this next year, super excited, so. Nice, yeah, and well, and you started out strong. You were picked, I think you're ranked, you know, in what are you, 18th or something? You're ranked in the preseason or you're currently, yeah. so obviously, you know, other people agree that you're on the rise up. Um, yeah. And I, I wanted to ask you about a couple of your big teammates. You have two teammates who played for the Canadian national team, which yeah. is crazy. And yeah. um, that, that team is a really fun to watch. Talk, they have just a lot of heart and guts. Did you get to watch them play this summer? Did you guys do like watch parties or anything? Yeah. So we ended up, um, the the final we got to see because we ended up canceling practice one of um okay. our teammates she she got in that match so that was super cool um yeah, yeah it's it's very cool they're both awesome players um super fun to play with very creative uh mm -hmm. super smart on the ball so just that kind of stuff it's it's like high level soccer playing with them well and they've been on the team i, I forget i mean i looked at kind of when they got engaged, they've been involved in the team, you know, since yeah. as teenagers and um, yeah, you know, it's not just like <laughs> when, when, when Matt and I went to college, there was a guy who played for the Bahamas national team, which was like <laughs> quite a ring down, right? Canada's in the top 10. They just won. Yeah. They, you know, they won gold. I mean, so yeah. to be playing with those teammates, it just must be, I mean, yeah. it must be motivation for you as well. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, they're they're great girls too off the field, so it's very nice. very cool to see how like high level players can can be good people too. <laughs> right? Yeah, I always yeah I like to believe that too. I like to believe yeah. that too. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to be when you're watching. Yeah, did you watch the Michael Jordan documentary where it was like I, not, was it, no. <laughs> I had to be this way. I had to be an asshole. And you're like, I think you could have done that. Yeah, maybe not, but yeah, you were good. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you watch, like when you're watching the Canadian team or like, especially, you know, everybody watches the U.S. women's national team. Yeah. Who's your favorite player? Is there a player you watch to try and model or like take things from? Yeah, um, definitely on the U.S. team. Um, a lot of people would probably say this, but Rose Lavelle. I just love her style uh -huh. of play. Um, I, I, I um, kind of side with her because she's not the biggest, not the strongest, not the fastest, mm -hmm. but just technically she's she's a pretty solid player. And so I think that's pretty cool to see her, see her and how much success she's had. So definitely her. Mm -hmm. I love Rose Lavelle. And this is the second day in a row, Meredith, I've been interviewing someone who said Rose Lavelle. And so I'll just share again that I have Rose Lavelle's signature tattooed on my leg. So I, <laughs> so I hope, you know, maybe we'll get to interview Rose Lavelle someday. There you go. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, right. The connection would probably come quicker from you than Oh, me. I don't know about that. <laughs> Although they just painted the soccer bar I work at, the Blackheart, they just painted a huge mural of Megan Rapinoe, if you haven't seen oh, it. And it it's her pose from when she won yeah. or when she scored and like did her pose. Yeah. And, and it looks incredible. It's like 40 feet long. Oh, it's a great. Cute. 
So I think honestly that might draw that might draw some of those players to come. There see we it. go. <laughs> they play in October here, so we'll see. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. So getting into this year a little bit. So I, I mean, it, I'm sure it's exciting that you get to play in front of fans again. Um, I yeah. know we were chatting before, and it, you have a you have fans turn out to your games. I mean, so it makes a difference yeah. when you have fans there. Um, you started with two. It's kind of funny. I mean, you started with two preseason losses as this ranked team against very yeah. tough teams, albeit yeah. Northwestern and Virginia. But now you picked up two wins. Talk about yeah. getting the wins against Butler and Bowling Green, and kind of what you took from the learned from the losses. Yeah, I definitely say that the um, the couple losses we had were humbling losses. They were two very good teams that we were playing, um, mm -hmm. and we were able to pick up pick up a couple of things. Um, it was cool too. We got to play against Virginia, who's an amazing team, and so they kind of threw different formations at us that we had never seen before mm -hmm. or never played against. And so that was kind of cool to take like some defensive um, points away from that one, mm -hmm. um, and then just just. Um, everyone like being able to touch the field in those first two games was super cool kind of trying different um different formations for us and then different people in different positions which was cool so that those were definitely more of a learning experience um mm -hmm. and then started with butler and bowling green that's kind of when things started to get serious it's game time um there's definitely definitely room for learning in both of those games but uh not as much as when it's an exhibition game so it's like instead right. of ending ending the game and going to the film room and um kind of picking apart the game you're trying to do it like while you're on the field um mm -hmm. at halftime you're trying to see okay like how can we adjust this way and that way um so that's definitely definitely a different experience than the first two games yeah but that's that's how it's going to be too and once we get into big 10 play you don't have as much time to um learn and so you're just having to do it do it on the fly which is which yeah. is and it just which is why I love it so much. So yeah, well, and it, no, it's kind of perfect. You'd prefer to lose. I mean, you want to learn those lessons in those preseason. Yeah. What yeah. what type was Virginia playing? Like a five three two or something? Or what were they doing? So with their Virginia defense? played. Virginia played a three back, which um, mm -hmm. is not something that we normally see in the Big Ten. No. Um, and so that that's been different. Just learning. I mean, I'm an outside floor forward, so learning how to defend against a three back rather than a four back um, was super super interesting mm -hmm. um, and so yeah. yeah that would be difficult for, yeah, for sure yeah, I, don't think, I don't think i've ever seen that yeah from a big 10 game that i've watched yeah. and just mainly minnesota but yeah if yeah. anything it's like you know it the bottom end of the big 10 becomes you know a little bit more like physical and yeah, a little exactly. forward, right? yeah exactly yeah what are your expectations for this year? I saw, I'm going to give a shout out to SB Nation has a, like a Michigan sports page that's called Maze and Brew. Have you heard of that? It's any, he, I don't know if I have. Jacob James is, well, he wrote a preview of your team and there was just a couple interesting facts. So I just wanted to give yeah. him a shout out. But yeah, he yeah. said you were turning like 99% of minutes played last year and you have five fifth year seniors, which is wild, yeah. right? But you must have really high expectations. Yeah, we're definitely an older team, which is kind of cool. Um, a lot of the times you get the new players in and you're trying to shuffle things around and fill people in. Um, and so that's just one advantage that we have is we have a lot of returning players, um, a lot of um, educated players too, people that have been through the lows and um, also yeah. were there to um, be there for the Sweet 16 too. And so have the successes there, which right. um, will help us in the long run. 
For sure. That's, I can't imagine. Yeah, that would be such a, that would be, there's just such a difference between a 23 year old and an 18 year old. Yeah, you know, so exactly. it's, you do have a lot of wisdom with that. How, and how are you feeling about having the extra eligibility? You know, you're, um, I mean, like I said, you have teammates who are probably maybe after yeah. they graduate this year, going to go play professionally somewhere, you know, so are you thinking of using your other year? Or are you looking to maybe try and play professionally? Yeah, I'm pretty undecided right now. Um, trying to trying to figure out to what once soccer is done at some point, what I want to do with that. So all yeah. these things are just thrown into the equation. So still trying to figure that out for now. Right on. Well, and maybe you know, maybe you make a crazy run and you're named American Family Insurance All American, <laughs> and then you know, you'll get there. We go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, well, I wanted to ask you too. So something new in college sports that's really exciting for me. I, I like that players now are able to be paid for their name, image, and likeness. So that, yeah. that we're still learning kind of how this is going to work. But yeah. the NCAA changed their rules this summer. And so I asked you before, actually, but I was curious, being an athlete at and a really like high achieving athletic university, what yeah. you've seen of other athletes getting yeah. into that so far. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's awesome. And um, our program has done a really good job about letting us be able to to get our name out there, too. Um, so I personally haven't done anything for myself, but I've heard of lots of people already that have have reached out to companies and some companies have reached out to them where they're sending them like free equipment or free gear and that kind of stuff and then also there's some i know like some high level um like football players or hockey players that have signed some big some big deals which is really cool yeah well and it that's just you know it's starting with these big ones like football quarterbacks and stuff but yeah. it'll be good because you know it'll set the stage for companies to even know what it means to do it you know and so it'll be easier to point to you know i saw like i like the gophers basketball team and it, so i like they have a player who like got a dish named after him at a bar in Minneapolis. <laughs> Uh, yeah. that was not what i expected name of your likeness to be but Parker Fox, who's the guy who did that, but. I think it yeah. is just a learning experience for everyone too. Um, everyone, right. I, I didn't even know we could do this. Like what, where do you go from now? So it's kind right. of cool. We, will, we have a couple um, restaurants in Ann Arbor too that have come up to us and they're like, are you guys athletes? Like, can we do something here? And uh -huh. it's been kind of fun to kind of just talk with people about that kind of stuff. Cause people are really willing to, they want, they want their name out there. And also that's, right. Like the opportunity to spread it so why not well in ann arbor you know that's a it, it's it is different where you're at you know if you're in minneapolis it's different than being in ann arbor ann arbor is like a town that's owned by michigan right i mean like yeah. i feel like culturally michigan sports very, is like yeah very much so it's a very it's a really college town i'd say right so i mean it's definitely those things that's what i just i just thought of college bars first because i figured yeah. they'd be like tweet that it's a drink special you know oh, sure but, <laughs> i don't know yeah i just yeah, yeah, I it, so. yeah well and meredith you'll have to change how you answer that question because technically because we are paying all of our players because we're able to do that oh, and i didn't want to say call the supporters so now you'll be able to say you have been paid but I've i did want to tell supporters that you know, it's your money and support that makes it possible. So it is really yeah. exciting that we have enough support that we can do this. Yeah. Um, people, you know, and so 
um, you donating into this will make us able to pay them more theoretically or do more shows so we can um, pay the players. So it's exciting for us to get to do it. So you're yeah. making it possible. All of my mom, whoever else, every other player's mom who donates. Thank you so yeah. much. And whoever else. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate <laughs> well, it. <laughs> yeah. No, well, we're excited to have you on for our first kind of D1 in Minnesota, looking outside the Gophers show um, yeah. to highlight it. And we'll continue to watch. I'm going to I'm definitely try and watch um, some of your games because I know like you'll be contending at the top of the Big Ten. So, yeah, yeah thank you for coming, Meredith. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast so, talking about Minnesota soccer. <laughs> Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, and we'll hopefully, yeah, we'll you'll get to be back in Minnesota, maybe watching your brother play, watching your brother brother play high school basketball, something like that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Cool. Thanks for joining us. Thanks.